Welcome to the Uncomfortable Truth Podcast, hosted by the rock star of consulting, Alan Weiss. Be prepared to have your beliefs challenged and your behaviors questioned. Welcome back to the Uncomfortable Truth. Folks, the public schools in the United States are an embarrassment. By and large, they're awful. They're not educating students. So here are some suggestions I have for improving public school education in no special order and send your cards and letters somewhere else. Number one, stop electing amateurs to school boards. Stop putting people on there because they're popular and usually they just want to use this as a stepping stone to other offices and other appointments and other elections out of pure greed. Appoint people using objective criteria based on the expertise that we know is needed. Number two, Anyone who wants to run for a school board who has children in the private schools instead of the public schools is ineligible. You can't just play with other people's money, in this case, other people's kids. Number three, spread vouchers and charter schools. Give parents options to where they can send their kids. If some schools aren't chosen because they're not good enough, close the damn schools. But parents should have the ability to choose how their kids are educated. Number four, end union control of policy. Pilots don't set airline policy and doctors don't set hospital policy. Teachers act like blue-collar workers in these unions. And I remind you that the union head, at at this point, Randy Weingarten, makes $600,000 a year, which is about 10 times the amount that an average teacher makes in this country. Number five, enable a bonus structure for teacher excellence. And that structure should be based on the kids' performance in learning, and how they respond to testing, in what colleges they can get into, or what jobs and trades and crafts they can get into. And streamline the damn ability to fire teachers. You can't even fire a teacher easily who's found watching porn on their computer. In New York, you have a famous room called the Rubber Room, where teachers who have been accused of some horrible misdeeds, harassment, pornography, inappropriate touching, Report every day with a book to read or a pencil and a crossword puzzle because they won't be fired for years and just by showing up, they continue to earn their pay. It's a monstrous, monstrous sham on the public. Reinstitute parent-teacher meetings. Reinstitute them. Make them virtual. Make them remote. But have teachers in a position and parents in a position where they talk directly to each other. And stop scheduling them in the middle of the day as though it's 50 years ago and both parents aren't working. Schedule them in the evening, the early evening. Stop lowering standards. An organic chemistry teacher, and this is at, I believe, NYU at a college, was fired because a couple of his students complained that he was too difficult, too hard, his tests were too difficult. So they were determining the metrics for how they should pass instead of trying to improve their performance. The guy was actually fired. Number eight, ignore idiotic parent priorities. In a high school here, I think it was Portsmouth in Rhode Island, when it was determined that kids shouldn't be able to play sports with a D grade, especially football, in any subject, the parents said, no, 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 if they get an F, they have to stop playing, but a D is okay. In other words, let them have their fun. We don't care about their future. Number nine, we need to stop warehousing kids based upon their age and instead use academic and socialization progress. 
our practice of putting people in classes according to age and not promoting them until they get to the next stage and the next stage is, is barbaric and archaic. It's from 200 years ago. Number 10, never provide for lower standards for anyone, which just makes them appear to be inferior. Have a common set of standards that people must adhere to and meet or pass. And if you can't do that, then find a way to develop these kids better so they can meet them. Number 11, end accumulated sick days for teachers. This is one of the most bizarre benefits I've ever seen. You don't get sick and you save up the days. Some teachers, after several years, have 100 sick days, and they can just take them and, leave and use them and not show up. That's absurd. Are you a professional? You already have the summer off. Number 12, insist on a minimum grade point average before hiring any teacher fresh out of school. Right now, teachers have the lowest grade point average of any profession of any major in college. And that's the sad truth. And, the, and not only that, the courses they're taking are the weakest. And so if a teacher comes from another school with recommendations, that's fine. If you're hiring them new out of school, then give yourself a break and make sure they're any good. Number 13, stop the practice of making the only way for teachers to earn more money is by becoming counselors and going into administration, becoming assistant principals, and so on. They usually make lousy counselors because that training, too, is inferior, but they're just doing it to make more money, not through a love of counseling. The same thing with being a curriculum supervisor or an assistant principal or something like it. Let them earn more money if they're any good. Number 14, create truancy policies with teeth. If kids don't show up, do something about it. Find the parents. Don't allow for graduation. Unless you have a negative consequence, this is going to continue. Number 15, and in accordance with number 14, create effective remote learning. Are you telling me we can put people on the moon, what, 80 years ago? 60 years ago? And we can't, we can't create effective remote learning? We're not smart enough to do that? It's because we didn't try very hard. Number 16, end the political and woke claptrap. The Chinese right now are teaching the STEM skills, S-T-E-M, look it up, while we're helping kids determine what their gender is and what pronouns they're entitled to use. This is akin to child abuse. Number 17, stop demanding a school year of X days as if quantity is the equal of quality. If you have several blizzards and the schools are shut down for 10 days during the year, they try to extend it at the end. And it's purposeless. There's no real learning going on. Just teachers collecting their salaries and kids having to be somewhere. It's as though quantity equals quality. Now there's an education for you, right? Number 18. Assign homework and expect it to be done. I, I fall on the floor laughing when I hear parents say the following. We have too much homework. That means the parent is doing the homework. It's fine to help your kid, but not do it for your kid. We have too much homework. Number 19, use a different damn system to fund the schools. Right now, in most localities, property taxes fund the schools. And that means if you live in an affluent community, the taxes will be higher, the schools will get better, more people will come to that community, meaning the housing prices will go up, and you'll raise still more taxes. But in poorer communities, where you don't have people pouring in, you have less tax money, 
and you can't develop the schools or the kids or the resources well enough. It's an absolutely insane funding system, and tax money ought to be pooled in the state and distributed and allocated so everybody is equally helped. And finally, try to remember that every poorly educated kid is likely to be a future social liability involved in crime or drugs or jails or addictions or homelessness or mental health problems. What we're engaged in now is despicable, not because we can't improve it, but because for some strange reason, we're just not. And that is the uncomfortable truth. You've been listening to The Uncomfortable Truth with Alan Weiss. For free access to Alan's newsletters, audio and video resources, and for information about his global events and coaching communities, please visit alanweiss.com. Thanks for listening. Keep the faith.